Welcome to the nightclub, where we are the ones who look far, far into the future. I'm your host, Travis Maxwell Boone, and I'm joined tonight by my wife, Angel Boone. Angel's back. Ricky's not here, but never fear. The coven will soon commune again. And I just want to speak about two films that I saw recently in theaters, away at work, on my many travels. I went into the theater and saw Dr. Sleep, a 2019 film. 2019? 2019. Yeah. Don't you hate when people say, The Year of Our Lord, 1933. True story. We, um, we put that in our legal documents. So that there's precedent that this is like a thing that people do? Oh, it's most definitely a thing. And, and you don't have to use it, but um, there's several documents. The Year of Our Lord, you put that, Louisiana, <laughs> um, Louisiana does it a lot. Um, even when you're doing like a donation like to your spouse or... I wouldn't even, well, the the year of our law thing wasn't even like, I wasn't even trying to include that. I just was making fun, but I was more so pointing out when someone says 2007, and I'm like, <laughs> you mean 2007, but here I am being like 2019. So I didn't even know that that was actually. Like, you, even the language, like when you're donating property or something like that, like if you're donating it to a daughter or a spouse, it says, um. Uh, with their love and affection from one another. Like, that's in the document. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, it makes me laugh. My um, wife you, is a post-closer for a real estate attorney. <laughs> you could hate somebody and donate them property, but it's going to so it's gonna show some justification for why you're donating land. I don't know. She's also a light witch. That's I'm right. I'm also really sassy because I just woke up from a an accidental nap. Yeah. Since I'm home now, uh, again, the last time you heard the coven was the last time I was home. Well, it's been three weeks since then. I didn't get shit done on the podcast, so rush, rush, rush. This is a new episode, and hopefully I'll have another one for you all very soon. But I did see Dr. Sleep, and that's starring Ewan McGregor, directed by Mike motherfucking Flanagan. Not part of the horror trifecta of the, of the, the last decade. Aster Eggers Peel because Flanagan's actually been doing things for a while. The other three directors have just made two films apiece. So I don't quite put him in there, although Gerald's Game, Oculus, Ouija Origins of Evil. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Flanagan's the fucking man. He did um, Haunting of Hill House. And that's why he was handed this huge Stephen King property, a sequel to The Shining. Do you love The Shining? Yeah. Who doesn't love The Shining? Assholes don't love The Shining. Well, yeah. everyone has an asshole, so I guess people... Every time you say Mike Flanagan, I think of either like flannel shirts or Finnegan. Because what a... the, the last name's, uh, yeah. I don't know, just reminds me of that. I think of Walt Flanagan. Yeah, well, him too. Sometimes I get them confused, but I know they're not the same. Host of Tell Him Steve Dave, co-host. I, I picture Mike do being... St- do you still listen to that? Hell yeah. Um, you never talk about it. Because I'm in the horror realm now, I'm, I'm in my horror community with people that I talk... I, I can't interact with uh, Kevin Smith's people as much as I can interact with, you know, uh, Exploding Heads or Watzy or some uh, of those folks. But, no, yeah, I listen to them 
when, whenever there's a new episode, I'm on that Tell Him Steve Dave train. I've already yawned four times since you, you hit record. <laughs> Holy shit. It's going to be a fun one. Don't worry. We're going to get through it. If y'all if y'all hear uh, lots of yawns, it, it's just, it's Sleepy Angel. My tired wife. Yeah. In the year of our law, 2020. With my fucked up bangs. Look at them. No. They, she recently got her hair cut and it looks great. And I got my hair trimmed and it looks the same. Looks great when they... <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. They look, they look good all smooshed to the I side. I look like Agatha Trunchable. <laughs> Your hair is much too good for children. S- sell me a lemon. <laughs> You're going to the chokey for this young lady. <laughs> so after after I went and saw that, I came home, went back out. So on this last hitch, I managed to drive myself to the theater in Mobile, Alabama, which some of... Uh, some of my El Paso peeps that I work on the job with call mobile. They call it mobile Alabama, like a mobile phone. Or Do you a, wear pink, Amanda? No, Miss Trunchable. <laughs> She's still on this. The entire confection. See you at lunch. Thank you, Cookie. <laughs> says, now you want cake, you got cake. Now eat it. Well, which movie is it where the lunch lady comes in and she's like, I made your kids sloppy joes. Because I know how you like them extra sloppy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I wish I, I would have seen it. Oh, man. It's probably not uh, Matilda then. It's probably like, I, I don't know, in my mind, I'm picturing an Adam Sandler movie. Like Billy Madison or something, because he's in school then. She fucking chunks that fucking kid by her pigtails. Yeah, yeah. She, she fucking spins. flies throws her out yes she does and she catches some flowers and digs her heels into the dirt (laughs) on the other side of that on the other side of that pointy ass fence and miss honey is watching in horror matilda's kind of a horror adjacent movie if you would frame it the right way because magnus matilda's no miss honey's father he could be like a ghost haunting miss trenchbull who is well, that's the no, way they, it's not. He's not. No, no, it's yeah, exactly. But I'm saying if you would frame the movie a certain way, right? It could be horror adjacent. <sighs> Number five. <sighs> so I drove. What? That's the fifth yawn. Oh, we have a yawn counter going on, folks. So then I drove to the theater and saw the one night showing limited release of the newest film by Richard Stanley, Hardware Dust Devils. He hasn't made a film since the 90s. Dust Devils. Yeah, if I'm getting the name wrong or right. or or, Sounds like like Dirt Divers. Dirt Divers? Like, what if it was a horror movie about Dirt Divers? Dirt Divers? Dirt Daubers. What's a Dirt Dauber? It's it's like a wasp, but they don't sting. A Dirt Diver. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) For real? Yeah. Why did my... Okay, my parents called them Dirt Divers forever. Yellow from Pine Prairie. So there's a horror movie called Dirt Divers? Dust Devils. Oh, yeah. Made by Richard Stanley, who... Oh, I need to go to bed. Who quit the film The Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, starring Marlon Brando and Ron Perlman, among others. I've never seen it, but I know a little bit about it. But Richard Stanley quit due to creative differences. Hadn't made a film since because he was tired of the fucking industry. Well, now he's back. And he's got a new film. It's an adaptation of the H.P. Lovecraft classic story, 
The Color Out of Space, starring Nicholas motherfucking Cage. And it's incredible. I'm not going to talk too much about this, this, these two new films, because I'm sure I'm going to cover them again one day. But I will say that The Color Out of Space is the first in a planned trilogy, all directed by Richard Stanley, featuring H.P. Lovecraft stories. And the second film in this trilogy is going to be The Dunwich Horror. Now, there's an original The Dunwich Horror film from, I think, the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. I've never seen that either. So I'm going to have to do my due diligence and, and watch this movie, of course. I love cosmic horror, so why I haven't seen this yet? Mm, procrastination, laziness, not apathy, but just, you know, some of those other things. When it comes to the third film in the series, Richard Stanley has not even... He, 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 he spoke to uh, arrowinthehead.com in a quote-unquote exclusive interview where he stated that he was going to make this trilogy... But he couldn't comment on the third film yet, which makes me think Cthulhu. Mm. You know Cthulhu? I've heard about it. Cthulhu yeah, is... Yeah, but like, I'm like lost on it because I haven't seen the movie you watched or anything because you saw it without me. So. I'm not going to say too much about the movie. Well, I'm away at work. What do you want to do? Wait. No. I, I, it was a one-night showing in the theaters. I had Ooh. to go. Yeah. Okay. That's all you got? All right. Yeah. I had to go see it. So, so, that's like my little... So? Yeah. No. Like, not... a, like a five-year-old, so? <laughs> that's, it's, it's more my, like, uh, abbreviation between statements. It's like, so, and then continue on. I've noticed that while editing, but, uh... You know, you know what mine is? Mm. Like? That's everyone's. I only say it Every... 50,000 times. Listen to any podcast. I guarantee you most people do. And if, they, if, if they're not, they're it's editing. terrible. They're editing the shit out. So don't feel too bad. But on this episode, what we're not going to talk about these two movies. I just wanted to update you good people on what I've seen. This evening's episode is going to be a little experimental. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to have links to all of the trailers that we're going to talk about in tonight's communion. Have we? Have I watched all of these trailers? You haven't seen a single one. No. So. So, so I'm going to watch them, and then we're going to touch base. We're we're gonna what? This is what we're gonna do. I'm going to uh, announce the title, and then we're gonna watch it. The podcast is obviously going to pause. At that point in time, I encourage the listener to go to the show notes, whatever podcast feed you're downloading this from whether it's apple podcast stitcher radio public iheart radio podcast republic any of these aren't you on spotify too now uh, no said he found you on spotify i'm on spotify yeah We're, we we are on bitch. spotify yeah you go to the show notes and you will have links to the youtube uh trailers of these films so when i announce the film go ahead pause the show click on the link watch the trailer then come on back and listen to our reactions. Um, these are some of the upcoming 2020 horror films or horror adjacent. I don't know. That seems to be a popular term, kind of like elevated horror has been lately. But come on back for our hot takes on these trailers. And these are some of the movies I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm not going to cover everyone's most anticipated films. Don't look forward to that. That's not happening this episode. But go watch the trailer. Come back. Listen to Angel and I discuss it a little bit, give our thoughts on it, 
Just come on back to the nightclub podcast. That was her real voice. That's actually what she sounds like. Uh, she covers it up for the show, but she's from Pine Prairie, and that's what they sound like over there. So It's not that bad. You just heard it for the first time. First official time my wife ever sounded like her true self. I don't have any teeth either. Yeah, she's toothless. Toothless angel. Yeah. <laughs> we have just seen rushes direct from Hollywood of pictures being released in the coming weeks. And we are proud to announce that this theater will soon bring you the greatest array of pictures ever to reach our screen. You will see the finest stars in exciting performances. You will thrill to the suspense, comedy, romance, and drama of world-famous stories. Here's a glimpse of a few of them coming to this theater soon. So for the first trailer, we well, I already mentioned that I saw The Color Out of Space. That movie came out. Technically on January 24th, even though I think I saw it on the 22nd or 23rd. It was just some weird one-off that the AMC in Mobile, Alabama was showing. I also do want to quickly mention, there's a tentative release date for a movie called The Pale Door, which is a Western horror. Don't know much about this movie. It doesn't have a release date yet, but it's supposed to come out this year. And also uh, a, a trilogy of films based on Fear Street. Do you know who wrote the Fear Street uh, series of, of books? I don't even know what Fear Street is. It was a it it w- was or is I don't know if it's still in publication a series of uh, teen horror novels or novellas written by R.L. Stein. Really? Yes, it's it's a slightly more advanced Goosebumps. You know, Goosebumps would be for kids. Fear Street is for. That's strange that I've never heard about that. It wasn't as popular as Goosebumps. That's straight up. That's why. I would have been into it. I like all the uh, the Goosebumps books. Well, hell yeah. What was your favorite? Goosebumps book? Yeah. Probably the, uh, what was it called? The the Werewolf of Boggy Creek. Was that the name of it? Oh, yeah. You like werewolves. Well, I like that. But, but I also liked um, uh, Don't Go Into the Basement. I liked. Remember that one with the girl that had like the fake head? Or she had put on a mask, and then, like, she turned into the mask, and... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, her head was on a stake at one point, and she kept saying, help me. That's one of the most popular ones. Like, I I don't remember the name of the actual... That one sticks, and and the sloppy one sticks, because I'm scared shitless of dummies, so... (laughs) Well, the the, the first trailer that we're going to, uh, to take a look at tonight is of a movie called The Turning... It's a supernatural horror film uh, based on the novel by Henry James called The Turn of the Screw. So, The Turning, The Turn of the Screw. They should have just kept it the name of the novel, right? Sounds yeah. cool. Yawn number six. World six. Yawn number six? Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and give this supernatural horror film a, uh, well, the trailer of viewing. And again... Check out the show notes, guys. This is an interactive episode. If you're driving, for the love of God, pause the episode. Just put on your seatbelt. You'll be fine. (laughs) Don't advocate that shit. Don't do that. Pull over and watch the trailers or wait until you're in a safe space where you don't have to fucking multitask and, you know, have other people's lives and your lives put at risk just to watch a fucking horror movie trailer here we go we're gonna watch the turning go watch it now come on back for the hot take 
so we're back from our little viewing of the turning, the turn of the screw, the trailer. I was uh, surprised to see um, DreamWorks. You were surprised to see DreamWorks? Yep. All right. When's the last horror movie they did? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do know that this is a passion project of Steven Spielberg. Really? Who really wanted to be involved in making a horror film again. I mean, he, Is this based on a book? Yeah. Henry James's The Turn of the Screw. I don't know what that is. We, I just told you about it a second ago. For well, real. I heard you say the name. Yeah. But... So, um, while we were watching the trailer, Angel Yawned, number seven, you said? Yeah. So, Yawn Count is up to number seven. Yawn. 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 It's starring Finn Wolfhard, Mackenzie Davis. So you know, a lot of a lot of young talent. Some some also some some professional. Well, not they're all professional actors. Excuse me, but some some older actors in here too that are gonna kind of elevate it. Definitely see some ghost vibes, but I also see some possession vibes going on in there. In the trailer, Finn Wolfhard is playing a part of the score of the trailer by he hitting those drums over and over and over and over and building up the tension. Some trailers give away too much. I feel like this one does just enough to kind of sell you a little bit on the story, uh, what it might be. I'm going to admit audience and critic reviews so far since the movie, the movie's already out. It's in theaters now. It came out on the 23rd of January. Uh, um, reviews are not good. Oh man. And it's PG 13. But weren't reviews not good for, um... Well, Tusk, a Kevin Smith film. I mean, yeah, reviews cannot be good sometimes, and the movie could still be okay, depending on, you know, who you are. That's yawn number eight. Eight. Um, who you are, what you're watching, what your preferences are. <gasps> we should do a burp count for you. That's number three. Yeah, I'm on my third burp. She's on her eighth yawn. Yeah. So, it's a competition. Uh, <laughs> I love getting older. <laughs> getting older? Yeah. Yeah. Just full of gas and tiredness. The next film that we're going to watch a trailer of is the upcoming, or, well, I think it's actually out as well, Gretel and Hansel. Oh, I know that story. But why is it um, not Hansel and Gretel? Because different. So different. Mm hmm. Can't wait to see how different it is. This is another PG-13 dark fantasy horror film. That's pretty cool. Now, I'm not against PG-13 horror films necessarily. I think you can definitely, you know, get away with more with an R and it allows you all that freedom. But if you're going to make a good story and make it PG-13, you're, you're confined a little bit. And that could allow you to express certain things like atmosphere. Like you can you can build up the atmosphere and the tension more so than showing blood and guts and sex and violence. So I'm I'm all in favor of more atmospheric horror films overall. I love gore, I love it, but when you really draw me in based on what I'm looking at, make me feel like oh god, I'd like to actually visit that place just because it looks so fucking dark and badass. Mm -hmm. I think this trailer definitely has that appeal. It's a witch story. We love witches. We are witches. So, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look. Go ahead and uh, check out the link in the show notes for Gretel and Hansel. We'll be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. 
Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. So after watching the trailer, I realized I was wrong. At the time of this recording, the film is not out yet. It comes out on the 31st of January. Yeah. Uh, again, PG-13 horror. This is based on a... Uh, a brother Grimm fairy tale. Yep. Brothers Grimm fairy tale. So this is some old German folklore. Uh, you know the story. Kids wander into a witch's house and she wants to cook them and eat them. But first, she needs to fatten them up. Because they're, you know... I guess skinny and starving. It's pretty fucked up. I think Noah's going to really like that one. Well, how beautiful is the trailer, though? It, yeah, I mean, it's gorgeous. It's got en- the colors. It's got enough in the trailer. Again, not a big fan of trailers that spoil too much. But there's enough in this trailer that it... it, it that, like, there's a bunch of images that by themselves could be paintings. Do you know who's playing the witch? Because she looks familiar. I don't. I gotta be honest. I don't know. Um, the 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 young actress who plays uh, Bev, Beverly. yeah, in it chapter one and chapter two in the flashbacks, she she is uh, Gretel. So if her name's first in the in the title, <laughs> Gretel and Hansel or Hansel. So yeah. Hansel's so hot this year. Oh, Hansel. You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I yawn nine times now. Zoolander. Oh, yeah. Hansel's really hot right now. I just keep thinking of Prince Hans because Rowan watches Frozen twice a day. <laughs> Hans of the uh, South Sea Isle or whatever. Hans of the Southern Isles. Yeah. <laughs> do you know Do you know his name? Hans. Do you know his last name? <laughs> of the Southern Isles. She's such a fucking idiot. She wants love and chocolate. And to finish each other's sandwiches. Ugh. We need to watch Frozen too, at some point. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the lighthouse is available to rent. We should watch it. For four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine on Amazon Prime. I wish it was about three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn. And that was yawn number ten. The next film we're gonna be viewing a trailer of is called the Lodge. I saw the trailer in uh, in front of The Color Out of Space. This might be, along with another movie that's coming right up next, the movie I'm looking forward to the most so far, just based on the trailer. Uh, this comes out February 7th, and holy shit. Just, okay. Everyone, show notes, The Lodge. It gives you the three songs. It hasn't given me the chills yet, but it looks like it possibly could. Let's look at the trailer. The following movie is rated R. Now that was The Lodge, based on what you just saw. Yeah. That looks really good. From the same filmmakers that made Goodnight Mommy, which we saw a few years ago. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't as hot on it as as you were, but, you know... I would say they're they're competent filmmakers. This this, this film looks like it's going to be something else. Uh, it, it it came out at Sundance last year, so that's that debatable. They're snowed in, just like on The Shining. Uh, yeah, there's some parallels there with the isolation. The dad leaves in the trailer. And it's a haunting. It, well, is it? We don't know that. 
we don't know if it's a haunting, but that that's does, what they they want you to believe at this point. The marketing is showing that it's some kind of religious based haunting thing because of a cult, a religious cult, suicides. If you watch the trailer, then you'll know what we're talking about. If you haven't, well, look. Old boy from it. Yeah, they they have a little got bi- old boy. Little little old boy Bill. Little old boy Billy from it is so that's the second trailer in a row that features a former cast member of uh, it chapter one there i'm glad to see that these youngins are coming into their own and they're staying in the genre really cool wasn't there someone from the first one that we watched too yeah we just now bev in uh that was yeah but the one before that oh i don't know yeah, I think that was there too, but I don't remember anymore. I've already Carry failed. on. <laughs> I'm on Yon 10. <laughs> this movie's already gotten some critical acclaim. It premiered at Sundance, so that old argument of is this going to be a 2019 film, even though the wide release and the, you know, whatever's going to be 2020, you know, chalk it up to whatever your personal views on that are. But Vulture, IndieWire, Slash Film, RogerEbert.com, all like giving this movie fucking good reviews. I'm all about an isolation film. I like I like when characters are in one setting or one-ish setting having to deal with an issue. The upside down cross in the title, The Lodge, where the the T in the is the upside down cross, that just kinda gets me by itself. I'm like, alright. I'm kinda kinda gives you a hard on. A little bit. A little bit. Just a chub. It gives me a Beelzebub chub, yeah. A Beelzechub. I don't have my glasses on, so I thought it kept changing to a four. <laughs> <laughs> Blurry vision. I was like, what is, I thought like four, like what is the four for? Is that going to be part of the movie? But apparently it's a cross. Four Lodge. It really did look like a four though. It didn't, but yeah. If you're all a blur eyed well, bitch. It... Fuck. <laughs> that's That's a shame. So we're sold on the Lodge. We're definitely going to take a trip there. Show. I mean, I'll probably be away at work, so I'll probably get to see it before you do. But, you know. Just gonna say air rated? It's a 10. <laughs> no one's gonna know what we're doing. No. That's why. I'm for that, too. That's why, too. I might. That's why it's even better. Um, <laughs> it was a- all 9,000 taste buds. Air rated. <laughs> Sugar. Sweetness. Uh, so that movie comes out February 7th, The Lodge. Uh, the next film on the, on, on our two view list is. He doesn't know. No, I do know. It's after midnight. And I'm hoping that this film is going to be something we haven't had in a while, which is a decent werewolf flick. And you'll see what I mean when we watch the trailer. Sounds like HBO soft porn. So we'll see. (laughs) Softcore porn. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, we'll see. Do you see what I mean by why I think it's going to be a werewolf film? Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't look sold on it, but that's just the trailer. Right. Uh, And in in the trailer, it looks like uh, his girlfriend has suddenly disappeared, and he says... That a beast has been showing up every night ever since she's been gone. They make allusions to werewolves like uh, 
You've been telling people the big bad wolf's coming to blow our house down. And then he even asks her point blank to her face, are you some kind of werewolf or something? And with the reviews that the film has gotten from the uh, film festival circuit, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, it, good reviews, I'm hoping that this really is going to be a, an astonishing work. And I'm sure it'll be good. I, uh, I'm i not so into the werewolf thing like you are, mm-hmm. but um, I don't really, I'm not digging the way that it's shot. Maybe it'll look better, like... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, not not just the trailer, but... Because sometimes you have to get, you know, sucked into the overall look of a film. I mean... Yeah, I'm just not a fan of uh, that type of, like, um, I think it's the film speed that they use, so... Yeah, it's like me with that, what was that called? True motion, or... Yeah, and I mean, mean, the better your TV is, everything looks like true motion, but that... that, um, I'm a fan of the 40, what is it, 40 frames per second? Is that, is I that think the, it's 24, the, 25 frames per second. Oh, well, whatever the classic film speed is, if it's 24 frames, then that, that I enjoy a, cinem, a cinematic look. I don't, I don't, and maybe I'm yeah, just trained that way, but, that. but I am intrigued by, by the thought of a new great werewolf movie. The last really good werewolf movie that I'm aware of, that I saw, came out several years ago, and it was called Late Phases, Night of the Lone Wolf amazing film i would love to cover it one day possibly on on uh on the show if not for the blog but it's so fucking good man it's the the thing about a werewolf movie is well not just a werewolf any type of classic creature feature zombie vampire whatever we've all seen it we've seen it all right like you've seen yeah so it's like when you can take a new spin on it so is this some sort of romantic longing for his lost love and that's like that dracula shit we're watching oh the bbc yeah netflix hookup dracula some corny shit in it but i do like it yeah well you call corny i look at and call great so i don't know (laughs) we're we're i don't know Uh, to me uh, um a lot of bbc stuff is we've only seen the first we've only seen the first episode of this dracula series and uh again I find some things that that uh, Angel thinks is cheesy. I, I think is the He's best. Fucking people in the eyes, gaining strength. You know. Well, I'm pretty sure he was biting his neck. You think yeah, he was? If he has intercourse. You think he was fucking him? Well, he they asked him. Yeah, that, but... no, they tell him that it's like if you are a victim <laughs> of Dracula by just getting your neck drained, then you're spared. Because um, you you. But if live. he penetrates your anal but cavity, if he penetrates your asshole, then you fucking in trouble. <laughs> so I mean, Agatha Van Helsing, she's cool, right? Uh, oh my god, man! I thought she was cool for a little while, but then she kept going, like thinking she was a badass. She, and Dracula got into her fucking shit anyway, and she's like, "Oh well, I talked all that shit for nothing, I guess." Well, we're not on episode two yet. Yeah, but it just goes, like, I think it goes, like, to modern time. Like, how it keeps getting away and comes to, like, modern day Dracula. I think it goes down the line. When did it go to modern day? I think by, like, episode three or four, it, like, keeps going down, like, the history line. Mm-hmm. Like, until we have, like, a modern day Dracula. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see about that. So, uh, 
After Midnight is going to come out. After Midnight. How apropos, uh, February 14th. It's a Valentine's Day movie. Huh. Yeah. Imagine that. His wife leaves or his girlfriend disappears. Whatever the fuck the, that, that little bit was. And he's, he's uh, you know, pining. Oh. So, that'll be interesting. I'm on yawn number 11. Yeah. 11 yawns. The next movie we have coming up is a Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo? 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 Guillermo. Guillermo. Del Toro, that's y'all number 12, produced uh-huh. film called Antlers. I love this dude. Well, me too. Yeah, he's fucking made a lot of great horror films. And he won Best yeah, Picture. Yeah, he's one of my favorite, though. I really like his shit. Yeah, me me too. I didn't know he had a new trailer out, so I want to well, see it. It, it. He produced it. He did not... He's not the writer-director, but... I want to seize it. Just like The Orphanage. You remember that one? Yeah, that was great. He produced that, too. And yes, it was great. So, let's take a look at Antlers. Visit the show notes. Watch the trailer with us. Come on back. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. So while that wasn't exactly the trailer I saw in theaters, which didn't reveal quite as much, as you can tell, Antlers is a sort of creature feature. It's a big old ravenous deer daddy. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm assuming that this movie will have something to do with the legend of the Wendigo. If the first trailer I saw, which is based on Little Bear and Big Bear some sort of folklore type of type of uh, angle uh, on, on, on the plot, at least based on the first trailer. This trailer showed a little bit more than I'd want to see for a trailer. Uh, I didn't know that there was necessarily going to be an on-camera, on-screen creature, but that could be in the little, the little boy's imagination. Uh, who knows? Well, it is, it is a who knows, but... The guy that directed the film, Scott Cooper, do you know what else he made? No. When I found out, I was blown away. Crazy Heart, starring Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's fucking good, man. He also made Out of the Furnace, starring Christian Bale. I haven't seen it. Okay. He also made Black Mass, starring Johnny Depp. I haven't seen it. And he made Hostels. Okay. Got that. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. Hostels, not hostile. Hostels, I know. W- okay, what's that about? <laughs> I lied. Yeah, I, I know you it. lied. I know you fucking <laughs> lied, man. Because <laughs> we would have seen it together. It came out recently. I'm on yawn number 13. Anyway, 13 yawns. This guy is a great filmmaker. He's got a great producer behind him in Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I'm not saying his name right. 14. I'm tired. For you, fourteen yawns. I'm tired too. Uh, I might have some editing to do before it's all said and done. Um, so yeah, those are the trailers that I'm gonna that I'm going to ask all of the listeners to participate in this episode with us and watch as we have watched. I know that the substance on this episode is a little light. Allow me. This, uh, what's a good word? For what? Like, allow me this... I don't know what you're trying to get at. Like a, like a leeway. Leeway. 
allow me this leeway. That, that, that this episode is not chock full of, you know, uh, historical facts or tie-ins or this, that, and the other. I just, I just wanted to get get something out there for everyone to listen to, something a little discussion, fun. Teaser discussions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, all of the films that that I've mentioned so far are films that I'll want to cover later or give you my thoughts on when they come out. Yawn number fourteen. Fifteen. Is our count off? No, it's 15. When I go back and, and edit this, I'm going to know the truth. I'm going to know the yeah, true that's truth. that's fine. And when I'm right, um, do I get a prize? <laughs> yeah. What? What am I going to get? The cream filling. <laughs> uh, the, the cream fridge. Yeah, you'll get the cream fridge. Uh, before we we do sign off though i did want to mention a few other films that the trailers are not out for yet but they are going to come out this year quiet place part two directed by jim from the office so he'll probably be in some flashbacks uh that's going to come out on march 18th we don't have to wait very long to see that movie also the Candyman remake produced by jordan peele what yes Oh. June 12th. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's also a film called Malignant. I don't remember why I wrote it down, but that comes out August 14th. <laughs> I think that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, okay. Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright, the guy that made Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, At World's End. Mm-hmm. He's got a movie coming out September 25th. Oh, shit. Uh, and right before that, We've been waiting for this one. The Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil Made Me Do It. That's the name of it. What the fuck? It's the third Conjuring film. It sounds stupid, though. What the fuck are you talking about? That's the name of it? The Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. That sounds awesome as hell. It's just too much. It's the perfect amount. Alright. Agree to disagree on the title. I think the title is fucking awesome. Lame. Um... October 16th, two films come out. Halloween Kills, the sequel to the... The, the sequel to the sequel, sequel, sweet, sequel, sequel? The sequel to the third film called Halloween, which is a sequel to the first film called Halloween, which has nothing to do with the Rob Zombie remake called Halloween. I wonder if they have a porno for Halloween called Halloweenies. <laughs> I hope they do. And also on that date, uh, a remake of The Witches. I haven't seen the original, but it's in uh, the, the original. I think it's from 86, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yawn number 16. Oh, sorry. And last, but not motherfucking least, on November 20th, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> I'm going to put the real music over this for Godzilla vs. Kong. Look, when I was a kid, one of my favorite films was the original King Kong vs. Godzilla. An entire, oh, no. an entirely Toho production. They, they don't know yet. They don't know how big of a Godzilla fan I am. They have no fucking clue. I've never mentioned this yet. Oh, sorry. I know. Yeah, you know. Not like I, you know. 
I like that the best Shove one, it in your ears. The best one is when Godzilla's doing a dance. He's jumping. <laughs> He's yeah. jumping up and down all happy. So stupid. But people made it. They made it. Yeah. But like, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> to quote James Rolfe, even though she doesn't know she's doing it. What were they thinking? Who is in turn quoting Joe Bob Briggs? Damn, I've probably mentioned that before. But I haven't mentioned Godzilla. This is a this is like my childhood just coming to life in front of my face. And from a still image I saw, King Kong has a like a beard. So that's, oh, yeah. that's badass. I mean, come on. Gonna shit your britches over that. I will. I wanna see that big fucking ape fight, that big fucking radioactive lizard god. And look, man. I know King Kong is America and Godzilla's Japan, but Fuck it, dude. Gojira all fucking day. The old ones and when he rises from the water with all the, like, the steam and the the fog and shit. He just looks like a big old piece of shit just rising out the fucking water. You have no idea what he you're goes, talking ah! about. You have no ah! idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Little, little mind right there. And then doesn't he, like, make a crying noise? Oh, boy, it's like, Argh! No. Godzilla doesn't cry. Godzilla's too know. fucking gangster to cry. Well, he surely gets happy and skips on on the fucking on the fucking film. Yeah, and he also will blow his breath and make himself. He will propel himself to fly backwards. I'm also going to put in <laughs> if I can find a, the best of Godzilla silly moments from the old Toho era, the old Shoeisha, and all that shit era. I'm going to go ahead and put that in the show notes too. So you'll it's have so stupid. Prepare yourself. You have a chronological list of uh, things to, to check out during the episode. Again, don't be driving. Be sitting somewhere where you're not having to look out at the world. Look into the window that's in your hand or in front of your face. The window to the world that is the internet. Just just take the trailers, put them on a spoon, put it in your mouth, and then just taste them. And aerate it. <laughs> And say it hits all all ten thousand senses. Covers all nine thousand taste bud sweetness. This is that's a ten. And this episode, even though it's not, is a ten. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone. And I've been Angel Boone. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Stay spooky, bitches.
Tasting, what we do is take a small amount right off the top. It doesn't take much. That's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon, cover all 9,000 taste bud, aerate it, warm it up, driving up that top note, that cream, pure vanilla, sweeteners. Mm, that's a 10. <laughs> 